What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Two Game Podcast. I am Matt Primo, joined by Chris Norman. How are you, sir? Uh, doing well, man. What's up, everybody? It's good it, to be back. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in like ten years. It feels like it, sir. You you you've been uh you've been incognito, but uh to be fair, life has come at us both. <laughs> it sure has. Adulting sucks ass. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it so much. Uh, so yeah, guys, welcome back to episode ninety-three. Uh, this week we are going to be recapping a little bit of the indie direct that just happened. Just going over the games that we thought uh kind of sh- struck our fancy the most. Uh, we're also gonna be talking about game of the year nominations for. For not not for two game, but for what was the the fucking uh, it's just game of the year awards? Um, we're gonna talk about those those nominations, and then sadly, and I I hope y'all already know this. I hope I'm not breaking your heart on the podcast right now, but Kevin Conroy died this past week. So we're just gonna talk briefly about that uh, towards the, uh, the towards the middle part of the uh, of the episode, and then as as we always do it, we will end it with our weekly recommendations but before we jump into all that bullshit if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us go to patreon.com slash two game that is the number two supports at any of those tiers and you get access to our discord and then you become a creator slash producer of all of our content so if that strikes your fancy patreon.com slash two game you can also follow us on facebook uh you would have to search for two game as one word so the number two game, all one word. Uh, we also just launched our Facebook page for our other podcast, our movie review podcast, which is called Surfing the Stream. So go search for us there and follow there. Uh, but yeah, other than that, sir, let's fucking jump into this, man. I'm fucking ready. Let's, let's talk about some bullshit. All right. Cool. Catch up time, huh? Yeah, man. I, I haven't talked. I haven't really talked to you since we did the the uh deep dive series into Final Fantasy X. Uh I mean we've talked sporadically since then, but we haven't mm-hmm. really had any meaningful conversations, I don't think. Mainly because like if you'll text me, I'll text back like six hours later or vice versa. Or so, three days later. Yeah, I do the three. same thing. Yep. I wasn't I wasn't gonna mention that. I wasn't gonna throw you in the <laughs> that much. <but> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I know. I know. And trust me, you're not the only one. I have at least one friend a week be like, bro, are you alive? I've just, dude, I've just been getting fucked by work and spending time with the family when I get some free time. I also had to turn two fantasy teams around. You know, that was work. I, it's just uh, a little, <laughs> little sidebar. Okay. A little sidebar. We don't, we don't normally talk about fantasy football on the podcast. Okay. It technically is a game. So we're going to fucking talk about it. All right. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Fantasy football. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, when you change your team name this morning, I spit my coffee out when I read it. <laughs> I went from, I, my team name went from, to start the year off, it went as full chub. And as the year has progressed, half chub. And now I'm just, I'm going flaccid at this point. Going flaccid. Oh, God, I died. I, I was legitimately choked up coffee a little bit. I was like, that just works on every level. <laughs> What's well, it's so funny, but there are what like seven teams 
in one of our leagues, and we are all basically the same fucking record. So you could go from first to seventh in the span of a week. It is crazy, too. I was looking at that this morning. Like, normally, when you get closer to the playoffs, you're looking at your placement, right? You're trying to say, all right, well, how can I be one of the best two so I get a week 15 by week? But position two all the way through position seven, we're all six and four. So it's not about getting a bye week. It's just about not coming in seventh. Because there's going to be a team that's like eight and five that misses the playoffs. That's crazy. That is crazy. It's been highly competitive this year. It really has. It's my been a team, lot of fun. My team fucking. I I just feel like my team sucks. Like I'm just scraping by most weeks. <laughs> but dude, you're six and four. That's what's great. Like you're not. I think everybody thinks their team sucks. It's just a crazy year. Like one week I'll score a ninety, and then the next week I'll score a one eighty. You know. So I think everybody's kind of doing the back and forth. You know, I'm in this other league with uh, some of, like, Tina's family. You and, cheater. Yeah, right? You us. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, let me fucking tell you, man. <laughs> let me fuck. Not only did I miss the draft, so I, I forget how many of their of this are in there, but it's to the point where there are no bench players. Like, I can't go into the – I can't go into and add oh. – team. Because I guess we just everybody has so many people on their team that it just there's no bench for me anymore. They must have like ten bench spots on the team, huh? Yeah, I mean there's a lot. So uh, I like all my people that are on bye weeks or I am bitten by like the injury bug. It is like Jesus Christ, I can't go and fucking add new players because they don't the the people that I could add don't even play. <laughs> so it's like, what's the fucking point, you know? That sucks. Yeah, I played in one of those leagues one time. It sucks when it's so deep that you're looking for like a third string running back, hoping the second string running back gets hurt in the first quarter. You know? (laughs) Yes. And then, and, you know, our other league, uh, I think I'm doing, I think I'm right at number, uh, I'm in the seventh spot in that one as well. And it's just like, bruh, man, I'm like, I'm like a cunt here for making the playoffs. (laughs) But But dude, like you. It's just it's it's so funny though because you're one game away from being in second. Yes, uh, like I, oh, it's crazy. It's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun to to see the uh, the rest of the rest of the season for sure. <laughs> Battle of the bye week, pretty much. Thank God, thank God for Nick Chubb. <laughs> That's all I got. You're welcome. Think. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so glad you gave me Jamar Chase for him too. That's working out. Yes. <laughs> 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 and you know what? I'll tell you though, Dalvin Cook is he's he's picked up the slack. He's not Nick Chubb by any means, but he's he's getting it done. That wasn't the worst trade for either one of us. No, Nick 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 Chubb has like saved my fucking he he's he's carried. <laughs> Let's be honest, he has carried me. <laughs> His fucking went 20, yeah, 20, 30 points a game for him. I'm like, God damn, if, if I, I need those. Yeah, that's that dude. That's Nick Chubb is a beast. You know what you're getting. I mean, he's going to get 120 yards and a touchdown every single week, sometimes two or three touchdowns. So that man's like Jesus, Mm, just like Jesus. (laughs) But yeah, there's our little, uh, little talk about, uh, I keep wanting to call it Final Fantasy football, but it's not. (laughs) Oh man, I'd play the shit out of that game, (laughs) (laughs) right. That'd be so dope. It's like fantasy blitz ball. <laughs> that would that would be pretty funny. 
Then put like a little fantasy blitz ball. I'm drafting the fangs. Yes. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I guess we'll I guess we'll move on to to more meaningful things this week. Yes, Uh, we'll get into the podcast now. Sorry about that. We haven't talked in a while. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't. So let's jump into the playlist. What have you been watching? Have you been watching some anime or whatnot? Um, let's see. A little bit, not a whole lot. I, you know, I've gone back and just highlighted some of the shows and episodes that I used to like from shows we've already talked about a lot. But uh, I did watch House of the Dragon. Not a fan at first. Got really, really good. Then by the end, kind of slacked off again. But I'm there for it. I'm, I'm obviously going to keep watching it. It was definitely good enough that I'm invested. I have been current on my hero and i gotta say i gave the last season a lot of shit and i told everybody if it doesn't get better i'm done and six english episodes in i'm back i'm there for it yes i i was letting it build up a little bit shout out and Uh then i was going to uh you know binge watch a bunch of episodes Mm -hmm. which i've i've heard good things about this season Yes, yes. I would dude, I was so done with my villain academia. By the time that shit was over, I was like, Thank God I don't have to watch it anymore. So I went into this new season just being like, Please get better. Please suck me back in. And, you know, won't say anything because I know you haven't caught up yet, but it it will. There is hope. On a scale of like one to five, like skeet skeets, what would you give it? So far, I don't know how I don't know how to measure it on a double skeet scale, honestly, because I'm only six episodes in. Um, I'm gonna start using double skeet scale in everyday conversation now. Thank you for that. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> um, so the season where they were training and it was just all the battles and all the battles. Yes, and they were doing like the um, you know what I'm talking about. It was like the organized training event or whatever where they're getting ready for the tournament and all that. That was my favorite season. But if this one keeps going in the direction that it seems to be going now, this one will probably either be right there with it or fall in right behind it. Ooh. You know, you ever notice that like every anime has to like 100% like when I go to the drawing board of, hey, we're going to make this anime or this this manga what are some things that we want to do in this series tournament episode or tournament arc? Yep. And they're 100%. generally my favorite arcs. <laughs> they're, they're generally the best. I, I, I don't yeah. know why, but generally they are the best arcs. Oh yeah, dude. You're right. It's, it's just about everyone. The grand magic games arc in fairy tale is probably the best arc in anime to me. Ooh. Yeah, eventually I'll reach it. Eventually. No, you won't. Stop Stop trying to get me hard. You're never going to watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> You've been cock-teasing that for like three years now, man. Just just tell me the truth. Just just, just tell me when you do it, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even want to know. I Just tell me after you do it. That way it'll be like a, a wrapped Christmas present that I didn't know I was getting. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, for me, I've been watching The Sopranos because Josh and I are reviewing that on Surf and the Stream. Uh, I watched The Good Nurse. You, you ever hear about that story? I have heard about it, yes. It's like that Vaguely. guy, uh, Charles Cullen. I forget where the fuck it happened at, but he like he like spiked a bunch of saline bags with like digoxin and insulin and basically killed a bunch of patients. And uh-huh. he ended up catching them. 
So it's based on a true story. The uh, the good nurse, it, it, it's fine. Like, I think I ended up giving it three stars, but I took off half of a star just by how stupid some of the medical shit in it was. So, I mean, it's, it's a solid watch if y'all are into, into more of like a true story kind of thing. It has like Jessica Chastain in it. Uh, Eddie Redmayne is in it as well. Uh, so it's not like a true crime kind of feel. It's like a drama HBO series kind of feel. Yeah, but it, it's a it's a movie. So it's it's a oh, it's, it's a movie. A, I'm sorry. I thought you said it was a show. My bad. I may I may have said show. I don't know. Uh, it's a two hour long movie on Netflix. There's also a documentary on Netflix about the 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 story as well. Uh, it doesn't have Jessica Chastain in it though. So biggest difference. So there's two things on on Netflix that you could go watch if you if you wanted to check out the uh, the source material. But the uh, yeah, the good nurse. It, it's uh, it's fine. It's good. The good nurse is good. Okay. Good nurse is good. I'm gonna check it out. I like Eddie Redmayne a lot. That dude's a really good actor. Okay, so let's let's talk about him for a second, okay? Because I texted right. him the other day, and I was like, dude, he would be a really good Batman villain in like this new like the Batman series, and I just don't know which one it is. And like the further the movie got along, I'm like, this dude would be a great Riddler. Obviously, can't do Riddler anymore because it's already fucking been done. Truth in that series, but he would be a great Riddler, I think. And Tyler uh, was like, oh, I don't fucking like him. I was like, I mean, I've to be fair, I haven't seen many of it. This is like the first thing that I've ever seen with him in it. So oh, really? it off of that. He has the voice for it. Yeah, yeah, no, I could see that. I could see I could see Scarecrow as well. That would be dope. Depending on which Scarecrow there if you know you want to go with. You did they've had the the big oversized bulky one that didn't really fit the the mentality but i I like the smaller kind of hiding in a corner scarecrow until it's time to fuck you up i think you'd be really good at that but yeah riddler probably would have been the best in my opinion too but too little too late uh i also watched notorious you ever seen that movie Mm -mm. the uh the the biopic for notorious big oh that's on but that was pretty good it's good. It's it's a solid movie, man. It, it, it's it, it's very very hard to make a bad biopic. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's it's almost kind of like sports movies. Like if you make <laughs> bad sports movies, you fucking just sucked. You know, I mean, our, name a bad sports movie. Friday Night Lights. You can go to fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> that uh... is like one of the best sports movies. I know it's good. I just remember one time you got so mad because I said one negative thing about it. I've had that <laughs> stockpiled in the back of my brain for like two years. I just finally, finally paid off. That was I'm perfect. happy with it. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> I about fell out my chair. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Couldn't believe. <laughs> All right, guys, that was a good episode. I'm done. I'm I'm done. <laughs> Don't with this bullshit. <laughs> But yeah, biopics, they're they're like sports movies. It's very, very hard to to fuck it up. And uh it, it's a solid, solid watch. It's on HBO Max if y'all want to check that out. Uh I also watched Bullet Train finally, and I had a lot of fun with that movie. A lot of fun. Um, you have you seen the previews for that one? I haven't seen the preview. I've seen like snippets and clips of it. It, it looks like it would be very entertaining. It is. It is it is a lot of humor in it, more than I thought there would be. Uh, not as much action in it that I thought there would be. Like I thought it was gonna be like John Wick 
on a on a train, and With that's next one. next to a samurai. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, it's got like snippets of that here or there, but it's not like that. I, I thought it was just gonna be a bunch of kung fu fights. It, it's just, I mean, it's just fights. It's not really kung fu. So a little disappointed in that, but uh, that's that's a pretty good watch if y'all uh, if y'all can rent it or or whatever. Uh, but that's all I've been watching. I started about 10 minutes of Chainsaw Man last night before I fell asleep. So I don't really have an opinion on Chainsaw Man yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Didn't get far, far as... enough to decide? No, no. I mean, I, like, I'm interested in it for sure. Like, it, nothing happened. Like, I didn't fall asleep because of the fucking anime. I was just, I was dog tired. So y'all don't, y'all don't get the wrong impression there. All right. Fair enough. Now, listening, I've been listening to a lot of shit, sir. Have you been listening to anything? Uh, no, no, not at all. I won't even begin to pretend that I have have been just podcast, man. That's, that's pretty much, I only have time to actually listen to anything on the way to and from work, and it's football season. What can I say? I just listen to a ton of podcasts. That's fair. That's fair. The, you ever, uh, are you listening to just, just fantasy podcast or are you listen to uh like the general sports podcast uh, yeah no i listen to both um the joel the around podcast is huh? which one's that the joel clatt podcast all right now i haven't listened to that one i'll check it out it's, it's just him that one's a pretty good one um i listened to a little bit of what is it called the sec podcast or some shit like that that one's pretty good let me whip out my phone here. Go to that search history. Yeah, right. Oh no, 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 don't 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 go to search history. <laughs> <laughs> viruses. All the viruses. Uh that SEC podcast. Uh that one was 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 decent. Um obviously I listened to Dog Nation Daily, which is the Georgia football podcast. Oh God, we haven't addressed this yet, man. SEC championship. Mm. Look, look, I, I, we haven't beat LSU in a very long time. We need, it's time to exercise the demons. Oh, it's coming, dude. It's ever coming. Look. We, ever since we fucking won that game with Zach Mettenberger in Athens, you know, that fucking great game, Georgia yep. has not beaten LSU since. Well, you're due. Trust me. But you know what? We could lose that game 56 to seven, and I would not care because we, never were supposed to even be there to begin with. So I am completely, this has been the biggest success as an LSU fan that I've had. Well, obviously the 19 championship with Joe Burrow, but compared to where I thought we were going to be at this point in the season, I'll fucking take an SEC championship appearance, even if we get our doors blown off. That's fair, sir. That's fair. That's a, it's a great fan. And that's, that's also me admitting Without saying it, but it's probably going to happen. Georgia's just so good. Y'all going to repeat. You should. You should repeat. I hope. You know, everybody's been talking trash about Georgia all year. Oh, they lost, you know, the the, the storyline. They lost 15 people to the draft and yada, yada, yada. And you know how Alabama's supposed to be like number one going into, in, into the year. And now they just fucking kind of just suck. Well, I have a very unpopular opinion about that, man. I... I don't think Bryce Young is as good as everybody thinks he is. No. I mean, he's had a couple of what? Fourth quarter comebacks and that's it? I mean, yeah. But, I mean, when 
when your offensive line is seven and a half feet tall and collectively a metric ton, I hope you do have time in the pocket to find your future pro receiver. You know what? Long (laughs) tangent. Going to save it for a different day. But, yes, I think Bryce Young is (laughs) overhyped. Well, we've talked a lot about football on the podcast so far. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, Last thing I want to say about football. Um, I have waited a fucking long time for Georgia to reach this part, this 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 part of my life, <laughs> to, this, <laughs> to to rise to number one and be basically expected to win a championship every year, and uh, it feels fucking good, sir. It feels fucking good. I, I don't no, want to put the word dynasty yet, but uh, it could fucking happen, and I will uh, I will shit a brick. Um, I'm never going to swap fandom LSU till the day I die, but I'll buy a jersey for Georgia if you dethrone Saban as as a, as a dynasty coach. So if, if, if Georgia can handle that in the next three to four years, I'll um I'll claim dual fandom just for you, just for you to show my gratitude for effing Saban over. Well, I, I think I think Georgia beating them in that national championship really did like start the end of all that. But I think. LSU beating them was just like the nail in the coffin. I think I think went to bed with a boner, woke up with a boner. So (laughs) a little bit of morning wood. (laughs) But anyways, back to the back to the podcast. Listening, I've been listening to Fit for King, their new album, fucking fantastic. I am biased because they are my favorite band. Uh, Been listening to Electric Cowboy, fucking great album. Uh, Day Seeker just came out with their new album, Dark Sun. Been listening to that. Uh, Demon Hunter and their new album. <laughs> Been listening to that. Just so much new music. So much new music. Uh, I don't know why they fucking all release this shit during the fall. Like, bro, can't y'all spread this shit out a little bit? You know, help me out. Uh, yep. Listen to The Killers and their album Samstown. That is, that might be a top 10 album for me. Really? Yeah. I. That was uh, unexpected. I can't tell you how much I have listened to that album since I finished reviewing it. That album puts me in good. That's just, that, that gives me good vibes, you know. Okay, it's been a good mood. It's called Sam's Town. Sam's Town Killers. Yep. All right. Was not, was not expecting it, sir. It blew me no. away. All those other bands you listed, I was like, that tracks. Yep, I could see it. Then you threw the Killers out there. I was like, huh, top ten, really? Yeah, interesting. All time, all time. I've uh, been listening to Phineas, uh, their album that came out last year, which is a solid metalcore album, and then been listening to Make Them Suffer, and uh, thoroughly enjoying that band. Thoroughly. Uh, but yeah, just a lot of different music that I've been listening to. I'm trying to catch up on like end of the year stuff right now. Uh, trying to prepare for the like album of the year, game of the year, all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So been been super busy here the last uh, couple months. So let's talk about some games. All right. Uh, you have been playing and have beaten Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Am I correct? Yes. So let's let's talk about Xenoblade Chronicles 3 for a second. All right. Last time that you and I spoke, or maybe even if, I don't, I, maybe on the podcast, we didn't really have anything negative to say about the game at the time because it had just come out. Uh, I know I have said some stuff on the podcast since then that... I've kind of lost my passion for it. Um, you 
kind of had the same opinion for a little bit, but now have changed directions on your opinion. You want to fill everybody in, sir? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if, um, first and foremost, 9.8, I have one issue with the game and it was the pacing. It was perfect. Other than that, looking back, um, the ability to go where you want to go, when you want to go, progress the story as you see fit. You can literally do, you can clean out an area from side quest and monsters if you want to before even advancing to the next area you're not always going to do it because some of them are just over leveled and they want you to go back later but i'm just saying like the uh the ability to play a game of that magnitude at your any pace you want to play it is i've never seen it done as well as it was done in this game um i put about 115 hours into it and there's still two packs of dlc left to come out uh, I, I would say I've probably 96 or 97 percented it at this point. There's still some elite monsters that I've tagged that I want to go back and kill, but I've knocked out all the side quests. I've, I've done pretty much all I can do for now, at least. But <clears throat> the problem that we shared, <coughs> excuse me, with the pacing is it's. It's an even better story than Xenoblade 2, uh, lore-wise and depth-wise. It actually is. I never thought I would say that. Um, Those are fighting words. The, yeah, I know. I know. The character attachment is close. It's. I'm probably still more attached to the core character set from 2 than I am 3, even at the end of the game. But they got a lot better, and it's a much closer run now, for sure. But the issue is, the story doesn't really take off and start sucking you in to the point that you you're gonna finish it before you do anything else until about chapter four and a half maybe even chapter five and the right, way that it's right paced at, uh, the halfway point of chapter four okay well yeah i'm telling you if, if you play for six or seven more hours i promise you i'm gonna get a message from you and you're gonna be like all right cancel everything else let's finish this bitch because there's just that turning point but the issue is Depending on how you pace yourself and what all you want to do before you get to that point, that can be 50 to 60 hours into the game. So, I mean, I did the same thing. I had a lull for a while, probably around 40 hours, and I was just like, you know, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying the classes. I'm loving swapping people out. I'm leveling shit up. But at the end of the day, like, it's kind of just turning into the same thing. So I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop side questing. I'm going to stop doing anything. I'm just going to progress the story for like a chapter to see what happens and right back in it, right back in it. And then I didn't stop until I beat it at 120. I think I might do that. I, I think the diverting and going through the side quest and you know, doing all that other extra bullshit, like the heroes and whatnot. I mean, I obviously want to do the hero quest and whatnot, but mm -hmm. doing that has really just slowed down. Like I, I, I played a little bit this morning, and usually, like this morning was the most I had played of Xenoblade in in a long time. I'll usually play for about 10, 15 minutes, and I'm just like, dude, there's just nothing fucking grabbing me right now. Yep. I, my biggest issue up to this point, the characters, and I just, I, I don't like them for the most part. You. Did, did they get better? 
They do. I know, they, yeah, I know you said just just keep pushing forward. They do get better. Tyon can go fuck himself. I don't ever see myself liking that guy. Fuck him. Tyon doesn't get a lot better. <laughs> I'll give you that one. He's not he you he's not a hateable character by the end of the game. He does have redeeming qualities, but if I got all six of them standing on the side of a cliff and I have to kill one to save the world, I'm just going to push him off without even telling him it's coming. You know, so I'm I'm with you. But even he gets better. The rest of them you'll absolutely love. Like the other characters, like their their character design plus like their voice acting, it it's fine. Like I I completely I'm 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 okay with them. Uh some of them like I don't really have an issue with the other characters. I'm just not attached to them like I was with Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Right. And I that's what from- sucks you into a story is the attachment to the characters. That's what took so long to establish. But when I got to that point, I was like, yep, I'm there. As far as tie-on goes, I don't think I have ever seen a video game character have this perfect, I don't know, fucking fuckery combination of a voice actor, a voice that I just don't fucking like, a fucking character design that fucking just aggravates the fuck out of me whenever I see his character on the screen. <laughs> and a, per, a, a personality slash character development of him that every time he something happens with him, I'm just like, can we fucking like not do this? Can we do something else, please? Can we do anything else other than this? I would rather stick screwdrivers in my goddamn eyes than have to listen to this motherfucker talk. Yeah, that's fair. I I when I tell you, I'm not exaggerating when I say that I hate Tyon. No, no, I fully understand that now. Now I understand the the calamity of the situation. And now um, we got listen, now we got listeners saying, "Dude, it's just a fucking game, man." No, <laughs> no this is this is fucking real life. Okay, this is yeah, this life. is this is real shit. Um. You will not like Tyon if you finish the game, but you will not hate him as much as you do. That gives me some some hope. Yes. But, but again, I, the I rest of the characters make it worth it. Uni might be the greatest video game character in any of the games. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I'll sit. Yeah. You gotta set it. <laughs> it's close. It's close, yeah. You can't, you can't take close. it back now. You said it. <laughs> yeah, no, I stand by it. I stand by man of my word. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna do like little spurts here, or there, and try to get to that point of that you were talking about. But big issue coming up, sir. In three days, okay. We're we're recording this on November fifteenth. Yeah, Tuesday, November fifteenth. Uh, Pokemon comes out in three days. The new Pokemon game. So ah, 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 it could it could be a while before I finish the Blade. <laughs> Um, try to get to the point in the story where you're going to want to finish it before Pokemon comes out. That's what I'll say. Because if you stop now for two months, you're not going back where you're at now. Exactly. But if you, hit that tipping, if you hit that tipping point, I promise you, even if you stop playing it when Pokemon comes out, you'll, you'll, you'll want to go back or at least alternate. Like, I really want to play Persona 5. Like, that's fucking right there. And I, every time I see it, I'm like, ooh, I could just fucking, oh, mm. Just, it's good. Start it right now and have so much fun. Yeah, but, it's I've I have barely scratched the surface on it because I've been so busy this last week or so. But uh, I'm about five hours in, I think, four or five hours, and I'm loving it so far, dude. It's it's 
seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm fucking ready for it. But I know, like you said, if I don't finish Xenoblade Chronicles 3 before I do Persona 5, I will never go back and finish it, ever. When again, you don't have to finish it. You just have to get to the point that you, and you're so close. If you were still in chapter two, I'd just be like, yeah, man, put that shit on the shelf and play it whenever you want to. But you're so close to the part that it actually gets a lot better that I would say at least try to get to that point first and then make your decision. I will. Uh, I will heed your advice, sir. I will heed your advice. Text me in like two weeks. Dude, this game fucking sucks. Why'd you make me do this? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, fucking chapter like six, and this fucking sucks. <laughs> I wanted you to suffer with me. There's uh eight chapters, right? Is there eight chapters? Or seven. Really? Seven. Okay. Huh. It's it. They're broken up weird though. It's it's honestly more like thirteen, but it's technically seven. Yeah, there have been some points I'm like, this felt like a chapter, like the end of a chapter. Yeah. And I look, and I'm like, oh, I'm only halfway? Oh, okay, whatever. Yep, 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 yep. Now, speaking of Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I've also been playing Horizon Forbidden West. Like, I am balls deep in that shit, right? But speaking of those two games, Game of the Year nominations have been announced, okay? And mm-hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is on there, so we've already discussed that a little bit. I, I'm I'm kind of surprised. You and I kind of briefly text back and forth about Xenoblade Chronicles Three being game of the year. Like I don't think it has a shot. Like regardless of what my my opinion is of the game, I just don't think there's enough hype behind Xenoblade for it mm-hmm. to be game of the year. And I think you kind of share that that same sentiment as well. Um, looking at it, yeah, no, no, I'm just happy it's on the list. Honestly. I, I was surprised. You know, a lot of people were like, oh, it, it may end up on the list. I'm like, eh, will it? I don't know. Because everybody was so hyped for that game to come out. And then it fucking happened. And then it just fell off. Like, we, nope. I don't ever see anybody talking about it, about it like some of these other games on this list. So, well, the, yeah, the game killed its own hype train. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very, very, very long game. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like kind of like we talked about earlier. It, it was so hyped coming out, <clears throat> and then everybody had to play it for forty hours to realize how good it actually was. Excuse me. And then by the time everybody got to that point, the hype train was kind of derailed. You know, it was just it had been out for weeks to months. You know, so I see why it made the list because it is deserving of it. It's not going to win, which you know I understand that going into it, but. Ultimately, I do think it deserves to be on there, but it, it like you said, it's just not going to get the hype to get close to the top of the list because it kind of slowed itself down. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, we have Elden Ring. So I think there are three games on this list that are super interesting in how they have been perceived to the, to the public. Okay, We have Elden Ring, we have Horizon Forbidden West, and we have Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I think... They all do things a, a little a little bit similar in one aspect, and that is you're playing, well, one, a very, very long open-world game. And there are secrets and shit like that in all three. But they do it differently. So Xenoblade Chronicles 3, it, it, it's weird because it takes, like you said, 40 hours to get into it. And I think they handle secrets a little bit differently. Like... 
you and I, when we talk about Xenoblade Chronicles 3, we're not talking about, oh, did you see this? Did you see that? So I think that's one thing that kind of hurts Xenoblade in this discussion. Whereas Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring do a really good job of, hey, did you see this on, on your path? But on the other end of the spectrum, I think Elden Ring does that the best. I, I don't know of a game in recent memory that people just talked about from person to person so fucking much. And they were like, hey, I went here and I did this, this, and this. It, it felt like the old days. Like we were in high school and we were talking about video right. games. That's what Elden Ring felt like to me. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but Horizon Forbidden West. Like I said, I, uh, I've i been balls deep in that game. I fucking love it. I fucking love this game. This this might end up being a top 10 game all time for me. I, I need the story to grab me. I'm going back in and rewatching the, the cinematic scenes from uh, Zero Dawn, and then I'm going to rewatch the cinematic scenes Forbidden West. Uh, so kind of, so I can kind of get a better idea of the story at this point. Uh, that's the only thing holding it back. The gameplay, it this is one of the most fun games I've ever played. Like I could legitimately not do any quest, and I could spend hours just fucking around and having a good time. It's my kind of game. Yeah, the, the combat is just so much fun, so much fun. And I know Christian, he had issues with like the with the traversal and, and shit like that, the climbing. I don't really have an issue with it. Uh, it's it's fine to me. It, it's not anything super fucking crazy, but uh, I'm fine with it. I, I have no complaints with that. The combat, though, ooh, combat might be top five all time, sir. Just combat alone. I, I have a fucking great time. Great time with that game. I've put probably... I don't know, like another eight or nine hours into it, and I, I made decision in my head i was like you know what i'm going to push this game forward i'm going to stop fighting everything that i fucking see i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm gonna knock out some quests i'm gonna do the main story and i've been pushing the game along you know i i think i'm over 20 hours into the game for sure but i think story-wise i'm probably like five hours into the game <laughs> right <laughs> just because i've been fucking around so much and like my son he'll play the game he fucking loves horizon and it's just it's been one of the best experiences in a video game that I've had in a long time. The issue with Horizon Forbidden West. It came out one week before Elden Ring. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if you if I told you this, I, I may have said it on the podcast before. One of the funniest things, one of the saddest things ever is Horizon Zero Dawn came out one week before uh, Breath of the Wild. And we all know that Breath of the Wild is like one of the best games of all time, right? Right. So it came out one week before that game. And then now it comes out one week before Elden Ring, which is also being considered one of the best games of all time. It's like, bro, y'all need to to plan this a little bit better. I don't know, though, man. I kind of take the other side of that. It's it's not that it's a it's a terrible marketing idea. Yes, I'll give you that one. But at the same time, it kind of speaks volumes to me to how good those games actually are right i mean we're looking at the game of the year list and elden ring is probably the clear consensus winner we could probably agree on that just over the the scope of gaming in general but here's this other game that came out six days before it did and it's on the list too like it's not like it got completely overlooked it just got cast in a shadow 
So I honestly think that's kind of like a flex. Fair enough. I didn't really see it from that perspective, but yeah. yeah it's terrible cool. marketing. I'll give you that one. This is a terrible choice. Choices were poor. Like, y'all fucked up, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think just to speak for the quality of the game itself, it's, it's honestly pretty impressive. Yeah, but Horizon Forbidden West, man, that... I mean, it's on PS4, so you could play it if you wanted to. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're like me. I don't really have enough time. Uh, I do... Like, I'm struggling not to play God of War Ragnarok, which is also on this list. Like, I got to right. play through the 2018 game first because mm-hmm. I haven't played it yet. And then I want to play through Ragnarok, and that's going to be probably 80 hours, I would assume, to play both of those games. Um, So... I have to fi- I have to finish Forbidden West. Have to before I do anything else. So God of War Ragnarok is on there. Elden Ring's on there. Uh, a Plague Tale Requiem, which I don't really know anything about, uh, but I've heard good things about it. And Stray is on there. Stray is like I heard good things about it. I'm very very surprised it ended up on this list. Stray is, yeah, that's a. Honestly, that's a pretty surprising underdog. It's it's like the odd man out on this. Yeah, list. it really is. But it's got to be incredible. I mean, it just has to be. I'm not a cat person, so I'm not gonna play this game. But I guess I should I should have said under cat. I misspoke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that'd been funny if you had nailed it the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty, man. Missed it. <laughs> But yes, I, I think I agree with you. I think Elden Ring is the uh, the clear cut favorite. Yeah, at first I was like, I don't know, man. People have been giving like God of War like tens and like nine point fives, but as for as much talk about God of War, I still think Elden Ring was like Elden Ring was like a movement. <laughs> I don't want to exaggerate too much, but no, no, I, I know you're you're not wrong. Everybody was talking about that game. For weeks, months, we were talking about that game. And, I mean, I forgot how many hours I put into that game. 110, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. So fucking good. Uh, so I, I think Elden Ring will end up being game of the year when it's when it's all said and done. And deservedly so. I have no issue with that. It's because like we were talking about LSU versus Georgia. I'm just happy XC3 is where it's at. You know, like I... I think it was a massive surprise that it landed even as a nominee, but I do think it earned it. Like the game is that good. Am I going to say it's better than Elden Ring or Horizon Forbidden West? No, because I haven't played those. But it is—it's definitely the best game I've played this year. So I'm just happy that it's getting some recognition for it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I—I I, I just see it as recognition. Like it, like at this point, it's like. Oh man, that's 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 just it's getting recognized. That that's all that's all that matters at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stray, uh, if you've played Stray out there, I mean, leave us a comment on our Facebook page or go to our Discord, which you can get access to by going to Patreon.com/slash/twogame. Uh, let us know what you think about Stray uh, there. I I just I have no desire to play that game. I just I don't. So I kind of do. I, I again. It doesn't look like it could consume a hundred hours of my time, but the fact that it's nominated for Game of the Year versus some of these other games, I really just want to know what it's about. I would rather play a Plague Tale before I ever tried Stray. Well, I'll play Stray and you play Plague Tale and we'll compare. 
Oh, fair enough. It's like measuring <laughs> penises. <laughs> now buy me a PS5. Right. <laughs> 600 bucks later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's enough of game of the year talk. Let's jump into the indie direct. But but one thing I forgot to do. And I'm a little all over the place, guys. You're, yeah, give me a little break here, okay? We're, we're, I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. I'm uh, Schedule-wise, I've been all over the fucking place here lately with the podcast and whatnot. So Kevin Conroy passed away last week. Now, I was talking to Chris because I, I asked him or I asked you if you were a Kevin Conroy fan or even a fan, like you've watched any of the Batman movies, uh, the Batman animated series, uh, any of that shit, the, the Arkham games, because I was going to do like a top five segment on the podcast this week about it. And you were like, yeah, um, I haven't. And I was like, bruh. Yeah, I failed that guy. Sorry. <laughs> so you have not watched any of the Batman animated series. No, no. So I told Chris. And I said, I'm going to suggest and recommend a uh, watch through a deep dive series into this. But by recommend slash uh, suggest, I mean, you're going to do it. Now, I was going to say, you didn't suggest anything. You put the daddy voice on and told me I had to. <laughs> <laughs> to which I obliged because cool. So, you know how it was like your life's greatest achievement. I'm not saying it's your life's greatest achievement, but. You said it was your goal to get me to fall in love with Final Fantasy X. Yeah, no, no. I have a, a wonderful wife and two beautiful sons, so it's safely my fourth greatest achievement. Fourth greatest achievement? <laughs> yeah, no. Pop, lock, and drop, man. Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> I told Chris, this is going to be, this is going. This is my life's work. This is why I'm on this earth. This is my purpose in life. <laughs> is to get him to watch this fucking series. And I own it all. I, I own all the uh, the animated series. I own Mask of the Phantasm. I own Batman Beyond, which he's in as well. And then I own all the Arkham games. Obviously, we're not going to go through the Arkham games or anything like that. We're, we're, we're just going to do Batman the Animated Series. It's four volumes, like 28 episodes each. Uh, I'm not sure how that's going to go, but... I definitely want to get Chris's thoughts on some of these episodes because they're kind of timeless. They look so fucking good, you know, 30 years later. And uh, it'll be interesting for me to go back through it too because I've never watched the entire series all the way through. I mean, I've, I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen all the episodes just because I watched the fuck out of it when I was a kid. But as far as watching it, through volume one, through volume two. I have not done that yet. So this would be a great watch through for me as well. But Kevin Conroy, mm -hmm. um, you know, Eric had said something on the, on the, on the discord. And then I had a friend uh, send me a, a message on, on in Facebook. And she was like, I'm sorry about Kevin Conroy. And I'm like, what about him? What the fuck happened? I was like, don't you fucking tell me he died. <laughs> and Yeah. He, he fucking died and it was like it was like getting your heart ripped out honestly um i don't have attachments to celebrities by any means just because i don't really give a fuck you know i don't know them personally and i don't know kevin conroy personally but let me tell you this dude has been a part of my life since i can fucking remember because i started watching the animated series that was my first love 
Batman is my first love in this world. And I have grown up on Batman ever since. I have I've still watched all the episodes. I've still, you know, watch uh, play all the games with him. Anytime he is a part of Batman, like in a new movie or whatever, I have fucking watched it. So it sucks. It sucks that we we lost one of the one of the best guys in fucking like DC comics or even just comics, uh, animation and whatnot. Uh he was he was definitely much appreciated. And you kind of take him for granted over over the later portions of his years. Uh just because you know you, you grow up and whatnot. But it, it sucked. Not gonna lie. It sucked. Uh I am very disappointed that because I had my uh my special edition Batman the Animated Series collection. And I wanted him to fucking autograph it at a Comic Con. And sir, let me tell you, he was it last year? No, it was maybe it was the year before. It was right after it was like COVID was starting to get better. Mm-hmm. It wasn't completely like New Orleans was still doing like the fucking mass mandates and all that. Yeah, all that bullshit. Yeah, you gotta show your your VAT card and and shit like that. So he was at Comic Con. I had a chance to go, but for whatever reason, I think I was busy that weekend, or no, I had to work that weekend. That's what it was, and I couldn't get anybody to go fucking take my my thing over there to get it signed. And I'll never get it signed now. So I'm heartbroken. Heartbroken. That That's a bummer. Be. I'm very sorry. Thank you, sir. But yeah, guys, uh, Kevin Conroy passed away last week, and uh, he's gonna be missed. It's gonna be missed. Uh, so I'm looking forward to jumping into this series with with uh, with Chris uh, in the near future. I don't I don't know when that's going to happen, but uh, we'll we'll plan it. And it might be one of those things where we just record all the episodes and then fucking just drop them. I don't know. But y'all okay. keep an eye out for that. Well, I feel a little guilty to him personally for not having anything to contribute to that. But I will show him tribute by finally appreciating his work. Exactly. And I'm looking forward to it. Exactly. Moving on to uh, much happier things, I guess. Um, the Indie Direct. A bunch of games got announced, and you know, usually Chris is my my go to guy, man. He is my go to guy when it comes to fucking Nintendo shit. You were like, "Hey, how about we recap the Indie Direct?" I was like, "What fucking Indie Direct?" <laughs> <laughs> they did not fucking like market that shit whatsoever. I didn't even know it happened literally until yesterday. Because I, I literally, I got on the internet and I was like, I'm going to Google when the next Direct is. I bet there's one coming up soon. Happened last week. Didn't even know about it. I, I can't believe that. Usually they put something on Twitter, social media. You know, usually I have, I follow a bunch of people on Twitter that are in mm-hmm. the gaming industry and fucking nobody said shit about it. No, no, no. It was released and then buried that quick. Which, there's a few hidden gems on there too. I'm kind of surprised it didn't draw more attention than it did. I'm going to have the opposite opinion. I think because of the the content within the direct, I can see why it did not gain any traction. No, no, no. I said there's a few hidden gems. I didn't say it was a good direct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So we're just going to go back and forth. Uh, you'll you'll mention one, and then I'll mention one. We'll just go down our list of which whichever games kind of uh, piqued our interest or the ones that we're most interested in. Okay. You and can I'll go first. Oh, I'll go first. All right. Yeah, go the, ahead. Uh, the two. I'll go with the two biggest ones for me. 
the first one is going to be Rogue Legacy 2. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all just go ahead and buckle up because there's going to be a lot, a lot of roguelikes that I'm about to talk about. <laughs> yep. That's basically all of the ones that I want to play. So Rogue Legacy 2, uh, it's a roguelite. Uh, you play as different characters with their own like personalities and abilities. Uh, and you like you're like building your castle up and your legacy. And this game is also going to include the fabled heroes update. That game is out now. I want to say it's $25. I love the graphics on it, uh, the animations, the art style, whatever. And then obviously I'm a huge, huge roguelite fan. So I am 100% down with this. This was this was probably the game. Like I said, there, there are two games that caught my eye and I was like, oh, I want to fucking play that like now. And this was one of those. I already know what the other one is because I'm about to talk about it. Oh, it's twenty five dollars. I I think I'm gonna wait for a sale for it to be a little bit cheaper, like like fifteen dollars. I think I'll pick it up. Yeah, it'll probably hit that seventeen ninety nine rack in about three months, right after Christmas, if I had to guess. Yeah, and when it does, I'm <laughs> mine. Yeah, it did look good. What about you, sir? Uh, I am going to take what I'm 95% sure is your other one, because it's one of my only good ones as well. Have a nice death. That is the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, that looks dope. Oh, it looks so good. So you are the Grim Reaper. You are death itself. And it's essentially you are resetting the system of death. Like you're, you're going through and you're cleaning out your your warehouse of rebellious employees. You literally have a scythe and you have the Grim Reaper mask. It looks phenomenal. It's like Hollow Knight. Yes. Yes. But visibly more animated and roguelike. So, yeah, I am all the way in on that beast. I, I cannot wait to play it. I, I think you nailed it right there with, with it looking a lot like Hollow Knight. It, that's the first thing I thought when they started showing the combat. I was like, well, this is a colorful Hollow Knight. I saw it and I was like, is this Silk Song? Finally? Am I hard? <laughs> <laughs> and then when I realized it wasn't Silk Song, I was like, oh, down boy. But then I finished watching the clip. I'm like, oh, okay. No, 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 no. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, allow that way. one. Man, I did the same thing. But God, it looked good. I can't wait to play it. That that's probably one of the only like three on here that I know I'm going to play. Yeah, it comes out March 22nd. So dude, we're so fucking far away from that game. I know. Uh, it's supposedly like hand drawn 2D, and uh, you can use like a bunch of different weapons, uh, spells, special curses. I was like, yes, I am all in, sir, all in. How much do you think? This apparently, game is oh, it's it's probably going to be twenty five dollars. Yeah. I'm saying twenty five. Yeah, it's probably going to be $25. But apparently, though, you can't die. Really? Yeah, so if it's broke, like, what ends your runs? That's my question. Like, are you on a, is there a timer? Do you, do you have to do it all on a certain amount of, like, quote-unquote days or hours? Or I'm, I'm not sure. I'm curious to hear more about it and find out. But that's one of the last things he said. It was like, and since your death, you don't have to worry about dying. I was like, well, that tracks. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do it like, hopefully it's not like speed running. I, you know, I, I went back and watched just that one clip to try. I didn't see a clock anywhere on the screen to let you know, you know, so I, I can't imagine. Huh. 
That's, that's interesting. That, that need to look for need to look more into that for sure. Yep. And I uh, shall. But on to you, sir. The uh, the next one for me, and honestly, I'm I'm probably not gonna play this game. But I thought the uh, the art style and all that kind of warranted to at least mention it. And that is Pepper Grinder. Yeah. Uh, it's an action adventure platformer. It comes out next year. So it has a little bit of like Ori Will the Wisp or uh, Blind Forest kind of gameplay in it where you're trying to like, you're going through like the earth and shit like that. And you're trying to like catapult into another portion of the earth. Uh, you know, Ori, those games, they did that a lot. And I was never a huge fan of those portions in that game. So that's one of the turnoffs for me for this game. That's basically what you're doing the entire game. So that's why I'm not sure I'm ever going to play this. If it was on sale and it was like significantly like really, really cheap, then yeah, maybe I go pick it up, but it looks great though. Like the art style, the, the combat, all that good shit. Like it looks fucking great. So I just wanted to mention it. Yeah, it did look cool. It it looked intriguing for sure. I'm I'm with you. If if I ever catch it for like nine ninety nine, I'm sure I'm gonna get it. If I if that t- when that time comes, I remember that I kind of wanted to check it out. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I don't. But it would have to be on sale. There are so many games that we we talk about in here, and then when it happens, I'm like, oh, how long? Wait, that game's been out. <laughs> oh, dude, and I'll go back and I'll randomly find a list that I made from when we did a direct like a year ago, and I'll be like, oh, I wonder if that game's on sale yet. Nope, it's not. It's still <laughs> it's still thirty fucking dollars. I'm like, well, maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. Uh, let's see. Next for me, this is going to be a weird one, but give me just one second. It's it's called Botany Manor. Um, essentially, you are a retired botanist, and you live alone in your giant-ass mansion, and you have to solve puzzles to figure out how to regrow a lot of plants that are dying or dead in a way to salvage the appearance of the mansion. I have absolutely no interest in botanizing plants, but I like the concept of this game. I like the idea of being left alone silently to completely explore a wide-ass mansion. I think that's cool. I just think the concept is off because they could have picked literally anything except for plant growth. Yeah, I'm kind of like looking at the pictures right now to kind of like refresh my mind. The, the art style looks great. Art style looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when you start talking about finding seeds, potting them, carrying your seedlings to the right environment, yeah, um, it's going to be a hard pass for me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, th- I think the concept's cool and the gameplay is probably fun, but just put that concept on something that's going to keep my attention. And I don't think potting plants is going to do it for very long. No, I'll I'll agree with that. Give give me something a little bit better than potting plants. Yes. Next up for me is going to be now. If this game is like five, I might go with $10 on this. I I don't see it being that much, honestly, because it looks, it looks great, but it's, a one bit style game. So I, I can't imagine it being like 20 fucking bucks, but inscription comes out December 1st. It's a mm-hmm. deck building puzzle game with like 
horror and like escape room style puzzle in it as well. Uh, it's one bit and like it looks. Wait, no, this is not the one bit game. Inscription's different. Um, I'm thinking about a different game. Sorry. I was very I was very confused when you said that. I was like, I don't think it's one bit, man. It, <laughs> it, rewind. I, I guess it could have been. That's a very good bit, though. Uh, y'all forget that I said anything about that, okay? <laughs> I'm not wrong about the description of it other than no. the part. <laughs> no, no, no. It nailed everything else. But yeah, the, uh, the inscription looked great, and I'm all about some roguelike deck building. So 100% there for that game. Yeah, me too. Me too. And it's going to be cheap. It's going to be really cheap. I don't think it's going to be $30. It's probably going to come onto the store at like $12.99, if I had to guess. I'm trying to go back into... I'm trying to look into some images of the game so I can fucking remind myself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This fuck... Yeah, I'm there for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, rekindle that fire for this game. This is definitely not one bit. <laughs> I was like, man, okay. Maybe graphics have just come a long way. I don't right. <laughs> but no, it, it, it looks great, and I love the uh, the horror aspect of it. And uh, yeah, like, uh, what's the Monster Train? Um, what was the other one? Monster Train? What was the other deck building game that we played? Oh, um, shit. Um, yeah. Monster train. Oh, ah, uh, fuck! It's you're climbing. Something. Yeah, Carmen was playing it at the same time we were playing it because we talked about it in Discord a lot. Yes. Um, what was that game called? Hell, I beat all four runs too, and I can't even remember. Let me ah. see. Type it in real quick. This got bugged the fuck out of me. Yep. Patreon knows. You you guys know. We talked about it. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I'm 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 there for it. Like I love fucking deck building games, and slay the spire, slay the spire. There you go, motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker. But yeah, anything that but, looks like those games, I'm 100 there for. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to check that one out. Um, I really only have one more that I think is worth even talking about. So I'm just gonna do that, and then you can cover anything that you feel like I forgot. But right. the only other one that really stood out to me was Oni. Oni looked cool. Uh, it sweet little soundtrack of the, you know, bits of music that I heard while they were do, showing the preview. The animation was very, very vibrant for an indie game. And essentially, you are trying to track down what I assume is the last Oni. I, I guess from just the fifteen to twenty second preview. But I don't really know anything about the combat, but the story sounded kind of intriguing. So it's also kind of one of those that if it's a value buy, I'll probably get it to see if it's any good. Yeah, that game looked, looked pretty good. Like the, the art style and all that looked great. Uh, definitely sucked me in. And mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> sorry, the one thing that I would say I did not like about it was the title. I don't fucking like the title whatsoever. It's Oni Road to Be the Mightiest Oni. I, I don't fucking like that title. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I try to do the game a favor and just call it Oni. That's why I was... <laughs> this is a mouthful. Shout out. Shout out to that, for real. So I have uh, three other games. and Do you really? Yeah. One of those is something that I would probably play. 
The other two I'm I'm intrigued by, and maybe okay. maybe if they were on sale. One is uh, WrestleQuest, just because it looks fucking interesting as fuck. I'll get that shit out of here. Right. <laughs> 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 like, it looks fucking stupid, but god damn, if it's on sale, I might pick it up. Uh, the, the music that was playing while they were showing that ruined the whole whatever I might have took from the preview itself. <laughs> the background music that they played while they showed that, I was just like, no, skip. It is an RPG wrestling game. <laughs> the graphics are pretty dope. <laughs> they they were in it. They were amusing. I'll give you that. Uh, if we're being completely honest, I probably will never play this game. But I just wanted to mention it. And no, maybe... no, you have to play it now. <laughs> <laughs> if if it comes on sale, I, I, I <laughs> I'm I'm gonna check it out if it comes on sale for real. Uh, the other one is World of Horror, which is the one bite. The one bit game that I was uh that, yeah about. that that one did look intriguing yeah I forgot about that one it's a, a roguelite horror RPG that uh kind of goes into like the mysteries and legends of like Japanese folklore uh I am one hundred percent there for anything Japanese horror so that was automatically grabbing my attention to begin with but the one bit aspect of it was very intriguing because we don't see games like that nowadays and at first I was like. I don't know, man. I'm not a big fan of this. And then I, I rewatched it and I was like, nah, no, nah, I like how fucking different this looks in comparison to anything else. So I will 100% check this out. I don't see it being more than $10. Like, I, I don't see how they, they charge $15, $20 for this game. No, I don't either. And I, I am intrigued to fit, to, to see what's so horrifying about it. It's got to have just the creepiest score ever to be a one-bit game. Like, when you play a horror game, there's got to be something that gets your anxiety up while you're playing it, right? And it, you right. can't do that with one-bit graphics. So I, I am curious to hear the score and see kind of what they compile to go along with the, you know, the dialogue scrolling gameplay. So it, it is intriguing. I'm just curious more than anything. Exactly. Me too. And the last game, which I, if it comes on sale, I am 100% checking it out. And that is Curse of the Sea Rats. Because it looks fucking dope. Okay. It's fucking Pirate Rats. <laughs> oh, I forgot all about that. That did that. The animated sequences that they showed look pretty sweet. Yeah. It's like hand animated, story rich action adventure game. And it has. You're a bunch of rats and they're pirates. I sold, sold, <laughs> done. <laughs> I am, I am there for it. So if that game gets on sale, one hundred percent checking it out for sure. I, I don't think it's worth talking about now, but I am going to just foreshadow. I think that Blanc game is going to be much better than it looked. Well, let me refresh my my. There's really not much to remember about it because it did. That's why I didn't even mention it earlier because they didn't really show much about it. But I just got the feel that that's going to be one of those like underdog tales. Like when it comes out, people are going to be like, wow, this is very, very good. And okay. I can't believe it's $14. Yeah. It's $15. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Oh, okay. Yeah. That was a blind guess. I, I knew it couldn't <laughs> be much more than that. That was, that was a damn dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently it's already out. Uh, I did not realize that. Yeah, the one with the fox and the uh, the deer, right? Is it? Uh-huh. Deer? Uh huh. 
the one thing that's very striking about it is it has that old school hand drawn animation, which is very very intriguing to me. The thing is, is it going to have the gameplay to back it up? Right, right. And I'm not even sure what is it. Is, is it a puzzle puzzle game? I I don't know. I don't know. I I skimmed through the preview. It's a adventure indie is the genre it, it describes. So it's it's probably just telling a story, but I bet it's a good story. Uh, each animal has their own unique strengths that complements the other, which you'll need to make use to navigate through the snowy landscapes. Uh, using only two buttons and movement, this simple gameplay allows for anyone to play. Uh, completely hand-drawn on paper in 2D before coming to life in 3D. Okay, black and white. Uh, text-free gameplay and storytelling. Very interesting. Very interesting. It made my ears perk up. Yeah, like, it. it, it the more I read about it, the more I'm like, Wow, this this seems this seems fucking good. Like, I'm not paying fifteen dollars for it, but if it gets no, if it gets no, no, no. that, like, I'll definitely I'll definitely check it out because I love the animation of it. But yeah, y'all let us know on our Facebook or in our Discord. Uh, what do you think? What's your favorite game out of the indie direct? Are you a uh, roguelike fan like me and Chris? Where I don't know 80 percent of the games that I fucking mentioned are roguelites. <laughs> or uh, were you more into the the Blanc style games, the 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 indie, the very che- I'm not gonna say cheap looking game, but like the you know one two person team making a video game kind of thing. Uh, let's say go. you could say low budget, low budget. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> 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 yeah, not cheap. I don't want to degrade anything. I don't want a cheap hoe, but a low budget one's all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> And kind of moving on to our weekly recommendation, kind of closing out this episode. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I want, if, if it's a cool, can I borrow for like four minutes? I want to get uh, Patreon's feedback on this, on something. Ooh, sounds interesting. Yeah, so I, I have a mini rant. It's not a full episode. Don't worry, guys. It's like three minutes. But I want to know if I was an asshole or if my anger was justified. So let me know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Getting mad again just thinking about it. This is going to be great. (laughs) So before I share this tiny story, let me proceed it with two things. One, I am fully aware that this is a first world problem. All right. (laughs) There are plenty of other things to bitch about, but I don't care because it made me irrationally angry. And number two, um, this has happened to me like three times in the last month. So part of my unjustified anger was probably just because of repetition. Okay. Moving into it. The other day, we had done some grocery shopping. We had to get back home because we were kind of running late, but we didn't really want to cook. So Lindsay's like, I'm going to call in Tropical Smoothie. Go pick it up, and we'll just eat when you get back. Okay, no big deal. She goes on the app. She puts an order in, sends me the code to pick it up. I get there. I text it and say, hey, I'm here. What's the code? Give them the code. And then they send me a response that says, please come inside to pick up your food. All right? (laughs) (laughs) We went through all the trouble of making an account, signing up for curbside pickup, just for me to be told I still have to go in to get my food. 
That's not curbside pickup, motherfucker. That's a to-go order. (laughs) (laughs) If I wanted to do that, I would not have made an account. I would not have given you an email address that you're going to trash with coupons that I'm never going to use. I would have just picked up the goddamn phone and called you and said, I want this. I'll be there in 20 minutes. Was it an issue for me to get my lazy ass out of my car and go inside? No. That's not why I was angry. I was angry because you falsely advertised it to me as curbside pickup. Just because I can park by the curb doesn't mean it's curbside pickup, damn it. (laughs) I gotta say, I was not expecting this type of rant. (laughs) I don't know what I was expecting, but this was great. (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed this. (laughs) So yeah, I got mad again just thinking about it, guys. Let me know if I'm an asshole or if I was justified. That's really all I want to know. It's a... it's a life survey for first world adults, I guess. No, I, I think I think you're in the right, man. I, I mean, it's fucked up. Don't don't tell me it's curbside and then make me fucking walk in there. It's like that just defeats the whole purpose of it. Well, we do. We waste like ten minutes making an account, going online, putting shit in the cart, putting the cart on file. Like fuck, I would just called you and paid for it when I got there. Like I, but do they yeah. not have a, do they not have like a drive through? No, it was, I, I don't know if they do or not, but there was like construction on the side of that building. So if they generally have one, they didn't have one that day because oh, okay. you couldn't even I, get I to the back of the building. I don't even know where that place is. Where's it at? It is. You know where you know where that um, Boulevard place is, right by Target, yes. or a couple lights down from Target. It's like the next strip down from that. It's got the, uh, I think it's the one with the crumble cookie in it. Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah, it does have drive through. <laughs> Oh, it does. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. Um. Yeah, dude. That's that's fucked up. Like, bring that shit out to me, dog. Or just don't tell me you're going to. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm not a lazy shit. You don't have to bring me my food, but don't lead me to believe that you're going to do so. That's all it was. That's and again, that's happened like three times at three different restaurants. Which are the ones that happen at? Logan's. They don't. They didn't bring that shit out to you. Nope. And they have curbside spots. They have a spot that says curbside pickup for you to park in, and it is not close to the building. <laughs> so they make you park in there, text them when you're there, and then they again tell you to get out and come to the drop window. I'm like, fuck. Why? Where, where the, where's there a Logan's around here? Logan's is right in front of Academy. No, Texas Roadhouse. I'm sorry. Not Logan's. Oh, Texas like, Roadhouse. I'm like, bro. Yeah. I'm going to eat it today. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Texas Roadhouse. My bad. One They're of them. Yeah. The They're cousins. Cousins at the very least. Well, sir, that, that entertained me greatly. And I, I'm I'm sorry that you uh, <laughs> got so fucking pissed off about it. But, uh, <laughs> Dude, it I did. It was irrationally angry. But that's cool, guys. Let me know if it was right or not. I think you're right. I think it's justified. Okay. Well, I feel a little bit better. But you're kind of an asshole like me, so I need feedback from normal people. <laughs> you know, I'm not even offended by that. <laughs> I'm not even offended by that. <laughs> Shouldn't be. It was an endearing compliment. <laughs> All right. Jumping into our weekly recommendations. What do you recommend to these fine people? Oh, let's see. I will actually... If, if there's anybody else like me that had given up on My Hero, I'm going to recommend to start it again. 
because they turned it around. It's back on track, and I promise you, we are hopefully done with the dark days of my villain academia. If I never see that again, it'll be too soon. You're right. I'm, I'm glad I watched it once because now I never have to again. Oh, God, it was bad. It was bad. It was dog shit. I, I don't remember a anime series that I love so much just have a shitty... Uh, no, no. Dragon Ball Z and Garlic Jr. Saga. <laughs> Garlic Jr. Saga. There's also the Clock Tower Saga and Fairy Tale. That, that one's pretty bad, too. I hate that saga. <laughs> <laughs> you, skip, you skip like 10 episodes. You're like, are they still in this fucking clock saga? <laughs> Parts of this fucking clock are there. <laughs> I'm going to recommend a uh, Bullet Train. I think it's a solid watch. Um, I bought it for I think ten dollars, and I'm not disappointed by it. You know, I think it has a, a lot of humor in it, and it it probably could be probably about fifteen minutes shorter uh, of a movie, and it probably help it some. But I thought it was I thought it was bonkers. I thought it was kind of just way out in left field at some in some cases especially towards the end where like it becomes almost like a cgi fest and it's like bro this is so fucking ridiculous it's awesome (laughs) um but but the humor in it i i really liked the characters they're all like distinct from each other and separate from uh and i think that really gives it a a different vibe in comparison to most like action movies i mean it's a stylish action movie and the characters really, really make that movie. Uh, I'm not saying it's like a, like a Tarantino style film with the, with the characters or whatnot, but it, it it's comparable to that in in terms of how they make each character different. And uh, just great, interesting. Yeah, you said it could probably be ten or fifteen minutes shorter. How long is it? Uh, I think it's right at two hours. Is it really? I did not expect it to be that long. Okay. Shout out. Yeah, I've never heard that before in my life. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Uh, uh, that's yeah. about what I expected. Yeah, all right. Let me see. It is, uh, yeah, two hours and six minutes. So I think if I think I think if they get it right under two hours, I think it'd probably be a little bit better. But I'm not disappointed with the runtime by any means. So that that's not like a huge criticism of mine. Right, right, right. No, I'm with you. No, I definitely want to watch it. It, it looked what I have seen looks really, really good. Well, it's on my voodoo if you decide you want to check it out, sir. Okay. Well, I got to get back in your voodoo anyway for four seasons of Batman. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, that is going to be it from us. We appreciate y'all joining us. We appreciate everybody's patience out there. Um, I just did a rants and raves episode, like a combination episode. I, I don't ever like rant and rave in the same, ep- same episode usually. Uh, but I, I did rave about our Patreon supporters and, you know, uh, all of our supporters out there who have kind of been patient with us over like the last month and a half while I've been doing like a, a job change, not job change, but a position change at, at my, uh, my, my place of work and uh, with, with vacation and whatnot and Christian and I's uh, schedule. So we appreciate y'all just being patient with us and continuing to support us and uh, it means a lot to us. So Thank you so much for being there. Thank you for checking out this episode. Uh, please share it with your friends. Share it on Facebook. Uh, hook a brother up. You know, give sh- share a few things on social media. We'd uh, greatly appreciate it. And you can also go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two if you feel the need to, to support us. But that's going to be it from us. Seven more episodes until we hit the big triple digits. So fucking excited. We're probably not going to hit that 
uh, by the end of the year. But it'd be great to start off the new year with the triple digits. So look forward to that. Uh, other than that, sir, I appreciate you joining me. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, next week, I was talking with Chris. We're going to talk about some of the best open world, well, worlds, <laughs> I guess. It's going to be like the the best worlds that we want to live in. I think we've already kind of touched base on that in, in a previous episode, like one of our first episodes. Uh, I think that was a Patreon exclusive segment, but uh, we're going to redo it. And I think Chris is going to be a part of it this time. Uh, super excited to talk about that. So that'll be next week. Uh, just, just for preparation purposes, so I don't put together a, a bad list. Are we talking about best worlds that we would want to live in or most fun worlds that we've played through? Because those are two very different lists. Very different. Which one did you do? Uh, well, I did playthrough, but if you want to do live in, we could do that one. No, let, no, let's do playthrough. Let's do playthrough. Okay. All right. And we can save uh, the other one for another time. All right. Because I've got right. a couple on my list that I would not want to live in at all. Because <laughs> you're right. Uh, the very, very different list. Very different. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to live in Elden Ring. <laughs> no, 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 no. Spira sounds horrible. I... <laughs> Just giant sins everywhere. But until then, guys, we appreciate y'all joining us, and we'll catch y'all next week on another episode. Later. Right. Catch you later, guys.